At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Greg Peterson Experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the sports betting network. It is our number two of the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we've got a tremendous hour coming up for you as we'll be talking a little college football. And we're going to be talking some basics of sports betting and how you should utilize sports gambling Twitter to your advantage as well. So a little bit of everything as Stephanie Odie, she is going to be joining me in about 15 minutes. She does a great job covering the game of college football for Fox Sports. I believe she also does a little bit of work with the Dallas Mavericks for those that are interested in the NBA as well. We'll be chatting with her in 15 minutes, a little bit of the lay of the land in the Big Ten in terms of college football, some of the plays that she likes as well. And then we're going to be joined by Legendary sports better, the real Fats. Fats is his nickname, but the real name is the real name is Mr. Steve Diano. He is going to be joining me in about 30 or so minutes. We're going to be talking about just ways to be able to maximize closing line value, just helpful tips in general for sports betting, and how to utilize hashtag gambling Twitter and realizing that not everyone, it's 95% of their bets like you'll typically find on social media as well while betting all overs and player props. So we are going to be diving into that and we're also going to be diving into a little bit of baseball in this hour. And that's what we're going to be leading off with as the ALCS. It gets started on Wednesday with a New York Yankees team that have not had any rest. So we shall see how this goes for them. 955, 956 on the betting board is what we're going with in terms of the rotation numbers as James Tanayan, he goes for the road-standing New York Yankees and Justin Verlander, he takes them up for the Houston Astros and 
with the Astros. You're going to be finding them as rather sizable favorites. Right now, DraftKings has the lowest number on the market. I'm seeing them at a minus 180 for the Astros. High mark is more around a minus 188. Between plus 155 and plus 173 is the number on the Yankees. Total is ranging between 6.5 and 7. A very clear divide. About 50% of books have a 7. 50% of books have a 6.5. You got a 6.5 heavy juice on the over. If you've got a 7, heavy juice on the under. But whether you've got a 6.5 or a 7, right up is going to be on the over. I set my total a little bit north of 7. At a 7.5, it would be a little bit of a drop dead point, but we would need a rather significant line move to be able to get there. But I do think that with James to tie on getting the start, it is not necessarily what you want if you're the New York Yankees, as he was utilized during that series against the Cleveland Guardians, but he came on in relief. He got zero outs, and he gave up two runs in that 10-inning loss that we saw against the Guardians, as he was a man that came out in extra innings, just wasn't necessarily utilized to his fullest of forces. And you've got a question with him being sort of a bullpen piece in that series against the Cleveland Guardians. If he's going to be fully stretched out, and if he's necessarily going to be able to lend a lot of length for a New York Yankees team that... They enter into the series with no rest whatsoever. Now, there's always the aspect of a rest versus rust because you've got that going on with the Houston Astros as they've only played three games since the end of the regular season. So pretty much three games in the last 13 days for them. Pretty much plus, pretty much is four, though, because in that series against the Seattle Mariners, they had that 18-inning game, which, I mean, that's just absolutely insane as to what we saw. So I actually kept Luis Garcia to come on in extra innings and pitch like five scoreless. That kept them a little bit sharp, but I do think that in terms of the Houston Astros, they are going to be able to get to Jameson Dion in this ordeal. Jordan Alvarez has looked absolutely amazing here in the postseason. I could tell that towards the back half of the regular season, he was dealing with a little bit of an ailment in general. He was dealing with some injuries, and he has come back, and he has looked like a completely different player here in the postseason. And for that matter, last two or three weeks of the regular season did so as well. He had 37 regular season home runs and north of a 400 base here in the postseason. He has looked solid. And what really stood out to me in that series against the Seattle Mariners as well is that the Astros were able to get the sweep despite that Jose Altuve had as many hits as the man sitting behind this microphone and Greg Peterson. So you got to figure that he's going to be able to pick it up during the regular season. He pounded out 28 home runs, was able to hit a 300. So I fully expect Jose Altuve to be on par in this series. You've got Kyle Tucker who was able to hit 100 plus RBI. And for the New York Yankees, they did have to trot out there some more than trustworthy pieces out of that bullpen to be able to tie things up in that series against the Cleveland Guardians. As Clay Holmes, he got utilized for 15-plus pitches along with Wandy Peralta. Those are two of your main guys with the Yankees. Now, I will say, in terms of the bullpen, I do think that they're going to be utilized quite a bit in this game. Wouldn't be surprised because we are going to see a little bit of a change around roster in general when it comes to the ALCS. So you got to figure that there might be a guy or two that gets left off to bring back perhaps our oldest Chapman. And, and if you put our oldest Chapman on the roster, that in my opinion is not going to be upgrading the Yankees any whatsoever as we have seen him act up a little bit in big spots in general. But that said, that'll be able to provide a little bit of something. But guys like Miguel Castro, it's hard to be able to trust in him too much. Lutrovino has actually posted up a sub-2 ERA since going to the New York Yankees and necessarily pitch a lot in that series against Cleveland Guardians. He's been okay along with Lucas Lukey, but the clear advantage, in my opinion, does go to the Houston Astros in terms of pitching, but you've got to have a little bit of caution because in our number one, I talk quite a bit about aging superstars, and you do have to have a few questions, in my opinion, with Justin Verlander coming off of his last start. Verlander was absolutely incredible during the regular season. No offense or buts about it. Buck 75 ERA 
last 15 regular season starts, he had allowed three runs or fewer. He goes into the postseason, though, and he gets pretty much banged around against the Mariners. He gives up six runs in that case. And one thing that has always been something that I've had a little bit of caution with with Justin Verlander has not not been the case this year. This year, he's done a tremendous job of keeping the ball in the yard. 0.6 home runs per nine innings. But in past years, you have seen him give up the deep ball. Now he goes up against a New York Yankees team that they led the big leagues in terms of home runs. And then on the flip side for the New York Yankees, or on the flip side for the Houston Astros, number two in the American League in terms of home runs on a per-game basis. And for the New York Yankees, they're all of a sudden getting right with their offense. In four out of those five games against the Cleveland Guardians, a Guardians team that after the All-Star break, they had the best bullpen ERA in the big leagues. That's overall for the season that moniker actually does belong to the team that I'm talking about right now in the Houston Astros, but they were able to get to them. Aaron Judge, after he got moved out of the leadoff spot, which he's just kept there a little bit too long, he looked significantly more comfortable hitting a pair of home runs in the back half of that series against the Guardians. You've got guys that are able to move the line as Anthony Rizzo during the regular season. He was able to have about a 340 on base. He had right around a 400 on base in that series against the Cleveland Guardians. So he was able to show his worth as he and John Carlos Satan during the regular season. They were able to supply a combined 63 home runs. Certainly aren't expecting quite that, but Harrison Bader. Three home runs here in the postseason. He has been a very good fight for the Yankees, as many, including myself, were sort of scratching their head at that move. So that is going to be able to help them out in the long term. Isaiah Canera-Falefa is someone that's able to move the line as well. So you've got valuable pieces for this New York Yankees team. Now, getting back to the Houston Astros and what they're able to provide out of the bullpen. You've got so many guys with a sub-275 ERA. Ryan Stanek, Brian Abreu, you're able to throw in the Rafael Montero. All guys are able to do a solid job. They did leave Seth Martinez off of the ALDS roster. We shall see if he comes back or not, but he's another guy that's able to give you a sub-250 ERA. They've been able to get good outings out of guys like Hector Neris and Ryan Presley. So the bullpen is certainly there for the Astros. I do have my question marks as to whether or not we're going to see Justin Verlander return to the form they had during the regular season or if he's maybe just starting to deteriorate just a little bit because he did have to throw 175 innings for the Houston Astros, and that was with a little bit of an injured list stint towards back half of the season. Meanwhile, I just have really no faith whatsoever here in James Satayan being able to do a solid job as he's giving up more than 1.6 home runs per nine innings when he is on the road, which is why the write-up, whether you've got six half or seven, I like both over the total. I would say once again, much like I was talking about in terms of the Phillies versus Padres game in the last hour, Try to get the better number, if at all possible, even if it means laying a little bit more juice. Now, this doesn't mean lay like minus 130, minus 135. That just gets to be a little bit ridiculous at that point. But if you're having to lay like a minus 120, something like that, I do think that it is worth it to go from a 7 to a 6.5 on the over and vice versa. If you're looking at an under to go under 7 rather than under on 6.5, I do think that that is something that you do want to be taking a look at and with the Astros, I'm actually willing to go on the run line because I do think that this is going to be a higher scoring game. I do think that this is going to be an Astros bunch that it's going to be able to do a solid job in the bullpen. If you're looking at that run line, most places I'm finding it right around a plus 120, seeing it at plus 115 on DraftKings. I would much rather take the plus 120, but that said, I'm going to be looking to reduce the juice and actually turn this into a plus price on the Astros. Take a look at that run line to go along with this total over and if you're just taking a look at some general features in terms of Major League Baseball right now, I do think that the boat is really gone right now. If you're really looking at a future, I would think that a little bit of a money line rollover would be your friend as right now. You're finding the Astros as a plus 155 to be able to win the World Series. Phillies are at plus 260. 
Yankees plus 310 and the San Diego Padres they're at 5 to 1. I think that really with all these you could maximize a little bit more if you're just taking a look at the money line. Like I was talking about a little bit of a rollover, even with the San Diego Padres, for instance, because right now to be able to win the series against the Philadelphia Phillies, they're at a plus 160. You take that one unit that you'd be placing on the Padres to be able to win the World Series at 5-1, to one, you place it on them right now, you're able to do a little bit of a rollover, you should be able to maneuver and be able to find a little bit of value there. This could be one of those cases in which a 5-1 to one might be a little bit better on them, but even just betting game to game because the Padres, they now have to win pretty much four out of that out of the, they have to win four games in the next six. So that is going to be providing a rather hefty challenge for them. They can only lose twice while they have to win at the very minimum four games. So I do think that you're able to get a little bit more value on that front. So I'd be taking a little bit of a look away from the futures rather betting this game to game because I do think that that is where the value is at. And when it comes to just being able to bet some of these props in general in terms of player props, I do think that you should be able to get some good value there. As of right now, we do not have any overnight in terms of like an Aaron Nola strikeout prop, in terms of like a Blake Snell strikeout prop when it comes to that Phillies versus Padres game that I was mentioning a little bit before. But I do think that that is a good way to be able to reduce juice if you're not looking to lay a chalky money line at any point here during the postseason. So that is something that I'd be taking a look into and We've taken a look into the baseball card these last two segments. Now we've got to get back to some footballs. We've got some great games that are coming up both on the college slate and on the pro slate. And Stephanie Odie, she does terrific work over at Fox Sports, taking a look at the great game of college football. We're going to be talking a lot of Big Ten and just the games that she likes on the Saturday slate in general next here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, 
but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. Watch football with a little bit more on the line by playing for free in the Guinness Time Challenge. Go to DraftKings.com slash Guinness, set your lineup and watch the action unfold as you play for your fair share of $115,000 all season long. Guinness, made of more. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions, they do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And as per usual, please do drink responsibly. Yes, we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Great to be joined by Stephanie Odie. She does a great job taking a look at the great game of college football over there at Fox Sports. And Stephanie, great to have you aboard. Thank you. Yeah, great to be back. We are on the full swing at college football, and the upsets keep happening. It keeps it interesting. Yes, it certainly does. And do you think that there might be a little bit of an upset when it comes to this team as they're going to be looking to vie for the college football playoff in Clemson, a team that to this point may be able to avoid the landmines, but very narrowly as we saw that game against Wake Forest a few weeks ago. That was rather competitive. Now they're going to have to go up against the Syracuse team that they've been a little bit of a surprise in. In most spots, I'm seeing this number hovering in the neighborhood about 13 and a half with Clemson laying it. I think that this is one of the most interesting games on the card and could be a big statement game for the Orange. Yeah, looking at this one, I even was talking with several people about the SEC teams in there that have a one loss. And I said, hey, I think one loss SEC team is more favorable than an unbeaten ACC team. We're looking at two right here. And who would have thought these two teams would have been undefeated heading into this portion of the season? But yeah, I like the orange a lot here, plus 13 and a half. I know it's at Clemson, but looking at the way these two teams stack up, I just think that Derek Cruz is very underrated with their defense. They haven't done much wrong. The orange are giving up just 13.2 points, 268.8 yards per game, both first in the ACC this season. They have a top 10 defense, giving up more than 20 points just once. It's going to be hard for Clemson to lay 14 here. I know it's at home, but... I think that the Syracuse, I think the Orange are going to be the ones to show up in this one. I don't know if they'll be able to claim the ACC. We'll, we'll see how it plays out, but I think Clemson's going to take a loss here, losing their hopes for a playoff when you look at how the rest of these conferences are performing. That would be very interesting because Clemson right now out of the teams outside of that big three with Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State, I would say that they're probably the top dogs to be able to make it into the college football playoffs. So them taking a loss, that would be a big shakeup and. Certainly would be a big shakeup if Iowa State falls to Iowa. I do not think that the Hawkeyes are going to go on the road and win this game outright. Real question is, can Iowa State cover 29 points? As This is a game which, if you correlate it, they're pretty much saying that this is going to be a 39-10 final. As Iowa, a 29-point underdog in a total of 49. 
with Iowa. Just been very, very grody for the CMN offense and for Ohio State. They do a tremendous job with their offense as C.J. Stroud and company has been able to get it going. I think the real question is, can they get to this Iowa defense, which has been relatively decent this year? Yeah, 29 did seem a little steep for me, but I look at the total, 49, and I think Ohio State can do that. You look at C.J. Stroud, and he had, they had the bye week to recover here. He should be getting his some of his weapons back. Jackson Smith and Jigba hasn't played much, and the way the offense has performed without him is extraordinary. For Stroud to get him back, getting his star target right there would be clutch for him. You know he was looking at Hendon Hooker, Tennessee, uh, upsetting Alabama, putting on quite the Heisman performance. I bet Stroud is getting the itch to make a big statement on home turf, Big Ten competition. And I know that even if the, the offense can perform here, also you look on the opposite side of the ball where Ohio State has struggled in recent years. They bring in Jim Knowles, that defensive coordinator. Biggest move that Ohio State could have made, improving that defense, now allowing only 15.7 points per game, breaking inside the top 10 there. They have not allowed an appointment, opponent to go over 21 points in a game this season. I think that's the X factor looking at this Ohio State team. That defense is what gives them the edge to make a playoff run. I have them winning it all because of that defense. But when you look at the total, I like the over here. And if you want to take the gamble with me, I also have them covering the spread in this one. But if you're going to make more of a lock on this one, I would say it's the total over 49. Yep. When it comes to Ohio State, this offense has been just spectacular all season long. I mean, they did it to a team that's near and dear to me in Wisconsin a few weeks ago. So I know very well how Ohio State is able to explode. And speaking of exploding, the playoff hopes of Minnesota the last few weeks they have completely exploded as things were actually looking very good for them. They have now lost back-to-back games against an Illinois team that well, we've actually found out that they are halfway decent. Now they have to go on the road. They have to go to Happy Valley and play against a Penn State team, which rough week for them against Michigan. So both of these teams looking for a little bit of a bounce back. But as of right now, Penn State, and we're between a four and a five-point favorite. This has been moving around a little bit. How do you gauge this one? Because I know that you've got a really good handle on the Big Ten, and these are a pair of teams that things were looking much, much more promising for them a week or two ago, and big bounce back spot for both. Yeah, you're looking at that line teetering between four and five. It's mainly because of the health of these quarterbacks. Neither quarterback, Sean Clifford or Tanner Morgan, finished last week's game. Both upsets on the road. Sean Clifford went to the medical tent in the second half versus Michigan for a shoulder, didn't return. Tanner Morgan didn't even practice last week. He ultimately left in the fourth quarter after a pretty tough hit to the head. He got evaluated at at a hospital in Illinois, didn't return, but he was able to fly back with the team. So in this situation, I would monitor it throughout the week. So unless it's a season-ending injury, coaches won't say much this early. Usually we'll see the reports coming out about an hour before kick. But Penn State, for example, opens a portion of their practice on Wednesdays. So we'll know that the media will be able to see a little bit, give us more of a feel of of how uh, Sean Clifford will be uh, for for his availability. And then when you look at the other end, Morgan, it looks like he's being evaluated for concussion. So that's probably probably going to be determined uh, based off of whether or not doctors clear him. But Coach P.J. Fleck did say earlier today that he's looking surprisingly better. So based off of the injuries there, neither quarterback we know exactly, but Minnesota also has, they've been out with their longtime starting receiver, Chris Ottman-Bell. He's been out since that Colorado game, but they should be getting back pots at running back. So that would be a big help on offense there. But 
Penn State's defense, they forced uh, turnovers and four straight outings, including that interception against Michigan. So I think that that could be a challenge for the Minnesota offense. And Minnesota, they failed to cover the spread in the last two games, both as underdogs. Just looking at the way that this quarterback storyline will play out, I have if Morgan plays, I like Penn State by a touchdown. If he doesn't play, I like Penn State by two touchdowns. Either way, Happy Valley, as you mentioned, is one of the toughest, if not the toughest environment in college football. That wideout is going to be a tough environment. Penn State by a touchdown in that wideout against an unranked team that's just one and two in the Big Ten. Sounds like easy money to me. That's just about the lock I have for this week. So I have Penn State covering here. I feel pretty good about this one at Happy Valley. And you bring up something so important when it comes to just gauging college football in general, because one of the trickiest things when it comes to gauging college sports, whether that be college football, college basketball, when it gets in season college baseball with regards to the college baseball world series is being able to take a look at some of these injuries. I know that sometimes when you're covering games, you get a little bit more access to these coaches, but in terms of just taking a look at injuries in college football, what are some of the just things in general that you try to take a look for to be able to gauge these, because I think that that's one of the biggest difficulties in general, which with gauging college sports rather than the pros, where you always have the injury report coming out. And with college, I mean, you could have a guy that you think is going to be, is going to be in, get ruled out like 10 minutes before kick. Yeah. So when you look at injuries in college, it, it really gets to come down to the depth of each team. And are they looking ahead to other opponents? Both of these teams, they took a loss, then they're up against a tough matchup here in Happy Valley. So a lot of it comes down to should they start getting their, their backups some reps in there? Uh, should they wait and, and sit them out? They I, Like, for example, Ohio State had, had a bye. Uh, they sat Jackson Smith and Jigba. He gets back in for Iowa. So a lot of it does come down to the depth. In the Big Ten, they do have that luxury of having uh, you know, a lot of five-star recruits. They can groom them into that, that spot over time. But it comes down to who they're going up against and what options they have. For this one, I think that Minnesota wants to pull, pull it all out because Happy Valley is a tough spot. Uh, Sean Clifford, he's had the experience. He's battled through this before. Uh, so he's familiar with his offense, and so his backups will be able to, to get in there early. But, you know, it is tough, and the coaches don't want to tell us as much because there's some restrictions with uh, revealing information. That was a, a tough thing to deal with during COVID. But we'll get limited information, and we get a glimmer about 10 minutes at warm-ups on Wednesday practices for most teams. So we'll find out more from the media tomorrow when they get that media availability at practice. But ultimately, we won't know until they release those injury reports just about on game day, about an hour before kick. Yep, that can always make things very tricky when it comes to gauging college football. And for that matter, like I said, any college sports in general is college basketball less than three weeks away. So there will be the fun of that, betting on a team in which you reveal it comes out 10 minutes before that top scorer averaging 25 points per contest. Not going to be there helping out your over, but someone that always helps us out on this show, that'd be you, Stephanie. You do an amazing job taking a look at college football. Always great to have you aboard. Thank you. Thank you so much, Greg. Stephanie Odie does absolutely tremendous work taking a look at college football over there at Fox Sports. So great to have her aboard. And coming up next, we're going to give you guys a little bit of gambling advice when it comes to closing line value, taking a look at some helpful ways to be able to navigate hashtag gambling Twitter with Steve Faziano here on VEASAN, Esports Bank Network. himself on VSN, the sports betting network.
Fall sports are in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for the latest odds, boosts, lines, and so much more. Whether you're betting football, hockey, basketball, baseball, fan of all of those sports, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like the Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Friday Night College Football Bet and Get, and Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and so much more. Head on over to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today as it is a whole new game. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Great to be joined by professional better and a man that has been in this racket for a very, very long time, knows so much about just being able to maximize value in terms of your bets. That'd be Steve Fatstiano. You're able to follow him on Twitter at RealFats, and it's great to have you aboard tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Greg. And I know that the last time we had you aboard, you were talking about the closing line value challenge that you've been doing for college football this year, where you pick a few random games, you pretty much do it where you shade up a point in terms of the closing line and you see how these games go. And take me through what you've been finding thus far this season and how the challenge has been going. Okay, the, the basic, um, for those that aren't familiar with it, the basic uh, premise was that if you pick 20 games at random each week, like just out of a hat, for example. Um, and only 5%, and the number mattered 5% of the time, then you would win if you were getting one point, had at least one point of closing line value. So each week I go to, a, I publish a video of a random number generator uh, selecting 20 uh, rotation numbers those 20 teams, whatever the closing line is at Circus Sports, one point gets added to the uh, to the line for purposes of grading. And uh, now through six weeks, which is 120 games, there the record is 68, 50, and one. But that's a little deceiving because that the the Hats having a good season handicap. But in reality, the important thing was that <coughs> each week, um, at least one game has fallen on the number where the numbers made a difference. And uh, two weeks ago, it was like CLV Saturday, there were three games that made a difference. So the actual, on those games where the number mattered, and that's really the important thing because you really would assume that the random games would go 50-50. So of those eight games where it's mattered, there's been one push that became a win, one win that became a push, and um, or there was six pushes that became a win, one win that became a push, and one loss that became a win. Well, that's a swing of 9.2 units. So you would assume you'd be 60 and 60, uh, which would be minus six units, but with the swing of 9.2 units, you'd actually be plus 3.2 units, courtesy of closing line value. Now, in actuality, the games that we picked, they're 68, 50, and one because the hat's having a good year <laughs> handicapping, but <clears throat> the point was to show that the all you needed was the number of matter 5% of the time if you had at least a point of CLV and that should be the difference between winning and losing with no handicapping involved whatsoever. 
Yep, and as we know, the break-even percentage, that's right around 52.38, and then you get a long number after that repeating percentage, and thus far, it certainly has been showing that it does matter quite a bit, and something else that matters quite a bit is that I know that you, me, and so many others, we start looking at Twitter a little bit more in terms of betting, and I do think that there is many positive aspects of it, and I think that we both agree there are some very, very good posts out there. There's some very good content. There are some folks that utilize it very well, and then there's some that, well, not necessarily so savory, not necessarily helpful in general, and I know you've got some thoughts on this. Take me through what you've been noticing in terms of, shall we say, hashtag gambling Twitter and some of the good out there that you're able to find and some of the, well, not so good. Well, on the not so good side, I just um, came across this tonight a couple of hours ago. Somebody posted a TikTok video of a guy who says that the real value, and basically he was making a case for opening line value. And he was saying that when Vegas makes the line, that's the line. They know what they're doing, and they make the line. So if they make the game seven, and then it moves, and then the further it moves away from that line, then you should be betting it back the other way. So they're basically using the opening line as their closing line for closing line value, but I guess in this case we would call it opening line value. The flaw in that um, in that scenario is <clears throat> with the closing line, that's a, a market standard what the closing line is. I mean, once the game's ready to start, everybody's on the same page with the closing line. The opening line from book to book to offshore places and everywhere else, there's going to be a huge variance. So if you were going to follow what this guy was saying with regard to opening line um, and betting off the opening line as your like the number you made the game, well, he doesn't specify whose opening line you should use, which one's sharper, uh, what you should do if one guy opens the game seven, another guy opens the game ten, and Game's eight and a half. He doesn't specify how you should handle that. So it's kind of a, a flaw in that argument. It was an interesting argument, but but it was flawed. And, you know, so I, I commented on it. And I, I think people who are newer to gambling and they're out there seeing all these different ads on gambling Twitter and these things that are that people are saying, they just see something like that and they say, oh, wow, that makes sense. Which, at a glance, it might, but then when you break it down, it doesn't. And, you know, they get dragged into that rabbit hole, and they start betting that, and maybe they win the first week, so then they think it's good, and that just only makes it worse down the road. Um, so that's definitely uh, a negative. Uh, a positive is you pay attention to guys like... Um, at Brad Powers, um, some of the uh, big analytics guys, well, the stuff they say is usually you can pretty much be sure that there's value in whatever lesson they're trying to teach or what they're trying to say. Um, they're never going to steer you wrong or, or tell you something that's not right for you. You have to be, uh, you know, I guess it's, it's buyer beware or reader beware, however you want to look at it. But uh, 
those are a few examples. And I think what is, <clears throat> excuse me, I think what is very important as well is something that you're talking about with regards to someone like a Brad Powers, who he does an amazing job on college football. I know that he joins Vsin darn near every week as well, and he always lends some good insights there is taking a look at a lot of these guys in which they do post up some picks and they tell you exactly what they ended up betting and just where they they think there is value slash is not because, I mean, it's easy enough for people to post up, hey, I got insert team here at minus three, but now it's at minus five. Is there still value or not? I think the bigger thing is not just saying, oh, I took it at three, but is there still value at the current number? Because it really does no good to post up what you already took like midway through the week when it's Sunday, but rather take it a look. All right, the line is here right now. Is there still value? Well, that's a, a thing I run into a lot of times. Many times people will say, well, who do you like in this game? And who do you have? And 99% of the time I tell people, I can't really tell you because usually the number I bet the game at is no longer available. And I wouldn't bet it at the current line. So for me to tell you what I bet at, like to tell you I laid four on a game when the line's already five or five and a half, and I would never lay five or five and a half, I would be doing you a disservice by putting that idea in your head that the, the favorite there was the right side, because in my mind, it was only the right side at minus four. At five or five and a half, I wouldn't go near it. I wouldn't recommend you go near it. So I, that, so I wouldn't um, tell anybody that. And... Uh, I, I've explained it a million times to people sometimes, and I even explained kind of like a in the CL val, uh, challenge kind of an explanation where if you were 10 and 10 and if the number made a difference and all that, and they say, wow, that's very interesting. And then the next sentence they say is, so who do you like? <laughs> so, sometimes you can't win, but I, I hold out. I do not give out, um, will not give out sides that I played, especially if the, the game is, you know, it's already moved. Uh, you can never get the number I got. I agree with you. Sometimes you can only lead someone to water. You can't do a whole heck of a lot more than that. But what we're going to try to lead you to is some great information in terms of the NFL. We're going to be talking to Fats about some of the big games for this week and some of his takeaways here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. VSN Pro subscribers get access to the best betting talent in the game. If you haven't subscribed yet, the VSIN midseason offer is going to make you a smarter better. Sign up now for just $99 and get VSIN Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl. You'll get everything that VSIN has to offer, including 24 7 live shows and subscriber only betting guides to college football for that season, along with the Super Bowl, all for less than the normal monthly rate. You'll also get VSIN subscriber only prep guides to the NHL, NBA, World Cup, and so much more. It is the best bet in the game. $99. Or VEASAN Pro all the way through the Super Bowl. You're able to sign up at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. And being rejoined by professional better Steve Fatsdiano. You're able to follow him on Twitter at Real underscore Fats. And let's dive into a little bit of football as we did a nice job, in my opinion, last segment about talking about some of the basics, talking about how important closing line value is. But in terms of the NFL this season, what have you made out of just everything that has went down because my biggest betting takeaway from the NFL this season has been the amount of north of a touchdown underdogs have won outright. And anyone that has been playing your traditional teasers where you go through the three and the seven, it's really been a bloodbath for them this season. Well, <clears throat> on that token, the, the real bloodbath has been the, the circuit contest. I mean, oh, we're yeah. through six weeks of the NFL. <laughs> they had 6,130 people. And there's only 382 left. That's 6.2% of the field is left. That's I mean, 93.8% of the field has been eliminated, picking just trying to pick winners with no spread. And it it's insane. I mean, now I had now I wasn't in the circuit, but I was in another survivor, and I had five entries, and I was gone after two weeks, all five entries. And I'm I imagine a lot of people are in the same boat. It's just Week after week after week, these big there's these big dogs that are covering. But I think it's also because I think there's a lot more parity 
in the league this year. And the um, there's some teams that everybody just assumed out of the gate were going to be really bad, and they're kind of overpriced against them. And they're they're playing live and they're playing well. Yeah, but um, I want to... oh, go ahead. A, a couple. I'll give you a couple of examples now. I know I said I don't like to because none of these numbers are available, but <clears throat> this is something that I did last week. Um, I went and I looked at the, um, well, I've been doing it for a couple of weeks. Usually every Tuesday or Wednesday, I'll check the in-progress season win-losses on the teams, and I'll check the um, usually the odds to win the divisions. Because a lot of times on the odds to win the divisions, They'll have a team that's a, a big dog to win the division, but they might be playing the, the favorite in the division that week. And if they and they're only like one game back, and if they were to beat the beat them that week, they're they're almost like tied for first in the division, and yet they're getting decent prices. So, um, a couple of those that uh, I had looked at a couple of weeks ago, it was about three weeks ago. When Denver was two and one, I went under nine and a half uh, wins for the season, and I think the number's down to seven and a half now. Uh, Pittsburgh, I went over six and a half, and they lost, and I went over five and a half, and they lost. Then I went over four and a half the next week, and then they figure, and even if they lost to Tampa Bay, maybe I'd even get better. But since they were supposed to lose to Tampa Bay, I really don't lose anything. So I could have played him again because, I mean, Tomlin's never had a season where he, he didn't win eight games. And it just seems like he'll get it around. The team has good defense. They just were hurt. So um, I'm on Pittsburgh at four and a half, five and a half, and six and a half on uh, over-under wins. Um, and the other one, I after the – when the Raiders were 0-3, I went over six and a half, and I think they're – their line is up to seven and a half now. So, I mean, those are just a few of the examples. And then in the past, um, last week and this week, <clears throat> I was looking at the divisions and I found five division guys or div teams that were like a long shot in the division that didn't seem to me like they were really that far out of it and then just a little bit of a, a turnaround they could be right they could be right there one of them was pittsburgh steelers which they were 40 to 1 to win the division and that just seemed kind of high because they'd already beaten cincinnati the first week so they're they were 1-0 in the division um and nobody in the division had more than three wins yet so I thought at forty to one they they were they were definitely not dead if their defense comes back. Um, the Giants it doesn't seem like a good price because of how good the Eagles and Dallas are playing. I had taken uh, I took some twelve to one, but I did that because I thought picked the Giants to win that division at the beginning of the year. Was a, I just thought that they kind of fixed a lot of things. I, I'm amazed that they're five and one, but. I took a little bit of that. Another one was I took the Jets at 32 to 1. Now, 
They're gonna have. They have. A, their only problem is they're gonna have to figure out how to beat Buffalo. But right now the Jets are playing as good football as anybody, and if they find a way to beat Buffalo when they play Buffalo, they're only one game back of them. Uh, they're gonna. Uh, they'll have a chance to maybe steal the division. It's a long shot, but it could happen. Another one was the Texans. We're thirty-three to one to win the division. Now I think they had had a win and a and a tie, but they're competing against Jacksonville, who's struggled. They've had a few good games, but they really struggled. The Colts, who've struggled week to week, and Tennessee, who's leading the the division right now. But none of those three teams are really setting the world on fire. And Houston's been in just about every game they played this year. So at 33 to 1, I thought that was a good one. And the one I liked the most, which I got at 30 to 1, was the Seattle Seahawks. Um, and that was, they are, uh, Seattle is, uh, they, they're very live. Geno Smith is, is like the second coming of Rich Gannon. I mean, he was a backup his whole life, and then all of a sudden, he just comes out, and now he's playing phenomenal. So um, I think they're very live, and they just beat Arizona last week. That was another win in the division. And they're right there, real close to the top of the division. And at 30-1, to and most of those odds have, like, dropped in half on most of those. That's... I was about to say, some of these are actually still relatively close. Like you were talking about the Texans a little bit earlier. They're still at 25 to 1, the Seahawks. That's been slashed a little bit at 14 to 1, but I still think that there's some relatively good numbers with these. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's to win the division. I mean, anything can happen. I mean, one good injury here and there. Um, <clears throat> and it's, uh, you know, anything could happen. Uh, you know, and then this week, I'm going to tell you that the, for the circuit, the team I see, everybody piling on, there's a team I see out there, the biggest favorite of the week is a team that I'm sure very few people have used yet, is the Patriots minus nine or minus eight over the Bears. And the Bears pull the upset there. We could be down to like 2% circuit <laughs> Oh, man. If the Patriots end up losing, which they're going to be trotting out their most likely Bailey Zappi once again, who he's been able to do a solid job. But if that goes down, that'll be very interesting in terms of that contest. And I know that you, Fats, are doing an amazing job taking a look at a little bit of everything, doing your best to be able to extract some value. was great having you on the show tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you, and uh, it's always a pleasure to come back on. Always great to have him aboard at real underscore fats on Twitter is, excuse me, is how you're able to follow him as getting a little bit dusty in here. And the reason why we're getting a little bit dusty is that we have a little bit of a pro tip to share with you guys. VEASAN.com slash subscribe to be able to get all these. We give you about 20 per day, one per hour on all of our shows. And we touched upon it with fats a little bit earlier on during the hour when it comes to taking a look at Twitter when it comes to plays that you might like slash dislike. The bigger thing, rather than taking a look at some of these plays that are posted out there, not just at the number that is posted out there, but knowing in terms of current numbers what to be able to bet. Because if someone grabs a number like, say, the 
Jacksonville Jaguars at minus three. They post that up, and by the end of the week, it's minus five. Want to be taking a look in retrospect to the current number that you're able to get rather than the number that was available in the past. And something that is coming up very soon, college basketball. We're going to be giving you guys a preview of the Big East next right here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one-time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 around sportsbook. Must be 21 around sportsbook. Must be 21 around sportsbook. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.